when I was starting to get a bit older, a bit stronger, he's like, do you not fancy like try to hurt people and bowl bounces? It's great fun. And I was like, I was like, oh, I do, but um, I just not got it in me. Not got it in me. The long neck. It's fucking massive. It's like a weight. <laughs> Is that the first weight you've lifted in lockdown, boy? Mate, I've actually been doing quite a lot of have you know. So what have you been doing then? Who's been who's been in charge of the old S and C then? Well, we've been put on furlough, so we can't really like technically work or not been like sent like messages to do so. I've just been like, <laughs> I've literally just been, I've just been bowling and going on a few runs here and there. That is literally. It. I'm not going to be like, doing what whiskey's and that's doing, like lifting plant pots in my garden. <laughs> <laughs> just, just lifting cobra long necks for shoulder press. Exactly. Nah, I've actually been doing all right. I've been doing all right. <laughs> it, helps, it helps the nightclubs and all that are shut. Oh, see, I'm saving coin, eh? I'm not going out. Know, it's brutal. It's brutal. Mm. But, nah, I'm all right. Imagine the, imagine the session when it, when we're all let loose. It's going to be ridiculous. Ridiculous. Never ending. <laughs> yeah. Basically, I'd be there for fortnight. <laughs> You're one of the big names now, so I want to tick you off the list. First pick. What, what is that? Is that a wee sponsored cap number you've got? A little uh, Rex Club, is it? Just a wee Rex Club number, aye. I wouldn't go as far as sponsored, but... I do like their gear, and you're, you're punting it all the time. I see you were... Uh, oh, punting it all the time. Before every tour, you're on Instagram with a wee, uh, a wee mention of Rex Club. They give me about £2.50 off a cap, so... Yeah. That'll it's do. not uh, Mark, what, 25 in the discount code? No chance. <laughs> what, it would make sense to start right at the beginning. So we've got you uh, first spot of cricket... Is that Trinity Academy with Mr. Spencer? Is that would that be right? I, I reckon it was before that. I reckon it was a, just a, just with my old man. At, then at the links, I kind of was never really much like into cricket. I was just into football with with my mates from school. And um, but no, I just went down, started watching my old man play, and just started throwing a ball about there. I kind of picked it up quite easily. And then um, when we started doing it in uh, in school with big uh, Mr. Spencer. Everyone just ripped into me because I was actually quite good at it. And then, <laughs> and then, you know, I kind of went on from there, and then um, yeah, I just started playing with my dad then at least links, and then kind of progressed on from there really. What uh, what happened with the football? Was it was it a bad knee injury? Had a few trials with hearts and stuff. I'm not actually even lying. It was it was the knees. It was the knees. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had uh, that Oscar slatters in both knees quite badly. And then, because I couldn't run and that, I was just like, I was just gaining weight. I was quite young. And then I just went and started playing cricket with my old man because um, I couldn't really run. And cricket's all right for that. So uh, I just started, just, started, just started playing there and then kind of just kept picking on. Um, but no, nah, I still love playing football. I love it. So what age were you there when you when your knees went and you started playing cricket more than you were playing football? I reckon I'm maybe about 13. All oh, right, okay. So I thought we would have been a bit older than that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I was quite late getting into cricket. I wasn't really into it when I was young, and 
my dad used to come back saying, oh, guess how many wickets I've taken this week, but just wouldn't have a clue what it meant. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which boys club were you man? Was he a player, was he? Um, I bowled right arm pace. So and was an opening batsman, so quite bizarre for me to be a left arm spinner. Proper player. Yeah, proper player. Did he always play down at Leith, uh, what, or did he play anywhere else in Edinburgh? He played for Trinity apparently when they're quite good. And then I think he had a wee spell at Kerstorfen and then just kinda ended up playing with his mates uh, at Leith. Yeah. What did so he, he left Kerstorfen to play with his pals for enough? Wonder if he played with Army. Nah, he's played with he played a lot with Harris Aslam's old boy. He said that he said that him, the, them two were a dynamic duo opening the bowling, but I don't really believe it. Did he, did he fancy himself as a player? Like, did he bowl a heavy oh, bat? Massively. To be fair, he, Does he? he actually got it down a bit. Like, he actually got it down a bit. <laughs> but he used to he was proper like, aggressive and like charged and um, gave gives like mouthfuls as well. And I was just I was at stuff. I was like, is this my? <laughs> I loved that. I thought it was class. He must have been so disappointed when you turned into a wee left arm leg spinner. Like, oh, he was gutted. He was gutted. He was just he, when I was starting when I was starting to get a bit older, a bit stronger. He's like, do you not fancy like try to hurt people and bull bouncers? It's great fun. And I was like, I was like, oh, I do, but um, I just not got it in me. Not got it in me. I think when this is all over, we need to come down to Edinburgh, get in a wee quiet corner of a boozer down in Leith. Or Gorgie. Gorgie. Why? I'm not. We'll go Gorgie. I won't discriminate against uh, <laughs> the teams. But get your old man down for a few pints. Tell us about all those wickets he's taken. He's good crack. Good crack. He's still. He's still uh, I've got a few funny stories. I'll keep them for later on, but I've got a good funny, couple of funny stories for him. I got my first gig at Leith Links uh, last season, Watty. And uh, short boundaries there. It might have been a hard school bowl and spin uh, there early doors, was it? It is a very short, short boundary. I've been hit into the allotments so many times, and they, they're proper liters in that allotments, and they just never give you the ball back. Um, but now nah, it's it's good, it's good crack. It, it was always good fun down there. You got a few mental, mental cases. You always got a uh, crickets for puss out the window. People driving past, stock standard, stock standard only. Um, you get it everywhere in Edinburgh, don't you? I've never heard it anywhere else other than Edinburgh. Oh, it's brilliant. We had um, there's a public footpath walking right through the middle of like mid wicket and cover, so we'd only we'd only stop the game for women and children. But if it's like middle aged men, we just crack on and use them as an extra fielder. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's bizarre when you think about it. But it's, it's a good laugh. Whereabouts is it? The leaf, the leaf links. Leaf links, mate. <laughs> it's just like the far. It's like the furthest end of leaf links, um, near Seafield. Look, a huge grassy area, hog, huge public park. There's a few different. Apparently, it used to be loads of cricket played down there, and it was different uh, kind of ovals and squares. But when I played there, it just seemed to be leaf. I've got it in my head that it's in a little park just up the hill off Ferry Road. That's what I had in my head. Nah, 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 not at I all. I don't know where that'd be. Up the hill? Nah, I might be. I might be thinking of Bangham, but. No, I couldn't tell you. Was there any other youths that came through there, Bobby? Or were you pretty much on your own? I'm trying to think. No, nah, I couldn't. I couldn't really tell you uh, anyone else that kind of came through the nah. system. At least <laughs> it, was, it was mainly it was mainly you know forty fifty year olds just having a few beers after a 
I don't think they had a good youth uh, <laughs> section at least. <laughs> and so, were you coached there at all? Was there any kind of? Did you just pick it up, or did you see anyone bowling left arm tweakers, or how did that come around? Well, what it probably was actually, it was I used to play cricket at Leith and I got kind of into it and then my dad was like, oh, during the summer holidays and that, why don't you go to these uh, camps? And it was Knox's coaching camps. So I started going along there and then I started kind of getting a bit better from his camps and just kind of picking it up as it goes, really. And then kind of led on to my next move of going to going to Heriot's because I knew of Stephen Knox. No, I was going to say, before that, though, you must have uh, you must have been involved in Drummo's Ned Academy, were you? Nah, that came that came well later on. Um, yeah, that came a lot later on. I only I went to Heriot's after Leith, um, and played maybe two seasons or a season there and won the Scottish Cup in twenty twelve, um, and then that's when I kind of someone was like, oh they've got a young left on spinner who kind of bowls a bit, and then I got a message from Drummo being like, do you fancy coming to this? And I was like, <laughs> in the back of my head, I was like, nah, <laughs> it's not for me. But then my dad, <laughs> my dad was a bit like, oh, go on, let's see what's like. You're enjoying cricket at the moment. So um, I kind of went, went along and kind of loved it. And all the boys are kind of similar to me, like didn't go to private schools and just kind of picked up cricket and thought they were quite good. And then um, kind of just went on from there, really, and got a few friendships from that. My mate, Cheeky. Um, but yeah, but can't, kinda, talk, can't talk about the Ned Academy without mentioning him. Like. I know, we shout out for the boys. Um, but no, I just kind of, Went to that, started enjoying it, started taking it a bit more seriously, and that was when it when I started going to join those Neds. That was the kind of um, footballer cricket choice. Oh, was it then? Was it? Yeah. yeah. And I was kind of sitting on the bench for Leith Athletic or trying to play a bit of cricket, so it wasn't really much of a decision. Where about did you play on the football park? Uh, why? <laughs> I was. I either played CDM. Just control the game, control the game, <laughs> or uh, or left back. Left back, out the road. I never have the pace to be like, um, to be like um, a left back. <laughs> to be to be a Marcelo. <laughs> so I was just kind of, I was just like a dirty hacker at left back that could ping a pass. Any uh, any boys that you played with that have gone on, gone on professional or played at any standard boy? Um. My my good mate Jamie Dishington's playing at quite a decent stand. He's just he's plays for Spartans at the moment. Um, I think and he's just signed for I can't remember. The team. I think it might be Aloha. Oh, okay, that's a jump. Decent, good team, good team to sign for. Uh, I think he's just signed for them. So he's he's kind of made it. Well, I wouldn't say made it, but he's he's kind of doing really well in his football. Um, but apart from that, none others really. Are the boys still playing like amateurs and stuff like that though. Ah, uh, they all play for like Leith Athletic and. Um, Craig Royston and stuff like that. Nah, nah, they're good boys. But they just love love going to Ibiza instead. <laughs> As we said, did you not miss a lads' holiday one year to go to uh, World Cup qualifiers or something? That was un- Scotland under seventeen trials, and I remember proper like being really nervous for this. Um, I really wanted to get into the team, and I remember Wrighty was walking around having a chat with my dad. And he said, um, "Oh, would Mark like to to be, to go with the Scotland under nineteen to um, to Holland to compete for the World Cup qualifiers?" And the dad was, "Oh, I'm sure he'd love to. Uh, I'll have a word with him after the game and stuff." And sure, he'd love to. And then we got in the car, 
I mean, that's like, um, right, he's said, you know, you can be part of the under 19s World Cup qualifiers um, in Holland. Do you want to go? And I had the lads all day to go to Malaga with like eight, eight of my schoolmates. Um, so I was like to my dad, no, nah, like, no chance. <laughs> I was like, I was like, absolutely no chance. But the deposit was down. I was booked all over the boys. Like, I'm going. And then my dad was like, look, I think you should kind of think about this. Like, it's a great opportunity. And kind of guilted me into it. And then I was like, oh, go on then. Like, oh, I'll, um, I'll do it. And then it was probably the best decision I've made. Because if righty, of all people, if I said, oh, look, righty, I'm off on a lad's holiday instead of competing to get to a World Cup. And he would just be like, right, you're no good. We don't want you anymore. So that was probably one of the better decisions I made. Thanks to my old man as well. Good move, wide move. Great shout, yeah. How did you, uh, so Noxie got you down to Harriet's, why, when you first walked in there, did it surprise you? Was it, were you impressed in terms of organisation, standards, that kind of thing? It was really weird, actually. I remember going to an indoor net MES and seeing Noxie from like all these camps. He was really a great guy, really positive. I think someone bowled him a, like a long hop and he went, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, is that is that the same is that the same bloke? Um, but it was just him, like, and he's like natural, like just with his mates playing cricket. And I remember Sean Muratna was lying on the floor, and this was my first training session. I was really shy; I didn't want to speak to anyone. And he put his hand out for me to help him up, and I pretend, I pretend, I don't know why, I pretend, I pretended I didn't see it and walked past him. <laughs> and then he sprayed, he proper sprayed me, proper sprayed, and. Um, he proper sprayed me um, and then I was just like oh, oh fuck like, I'll just oh, sorry and then kind of moved on um, but that was like my first that was my first um, memory of playing for Heritage was that indoor net session it was, it was weird like, <laughs> but seeing not thing like that I was like oh this is this is going to be a good laugh and good crack and then um, but now nah, as soon as it was weird as soon as I joined Heritage Knox is like you're going to stop ball leg spin um, you're left handed let's get left arm orthodox on. It's a lot more easier. It's a lot more, um, you know, you'll, you'll get accuracy a lot quicker. Um, and then I was like, okay, I'll give it a try. And I found it quite easily. Not, um, didn't really turn it as much as my leg spin, but I kind of got quite accurate and changed the pace and kind of went from there. Great move from Noxie to turn to a left arm ortho. As soon as I was out of the car and he started to care like a little bit more, he was like, right, what are you doing? And I was like, I don't know, I don't know. I suppose as well, like in the kind of going forward and the way the game's kind of changed in that, even in that period, it's all about more or less turning the ball away from the right-hander and all the kind of short formats, isn't it? And it, you go on leg, you go, you go with it and you go in the distance. Exactly. And leg spin as well. It's such a hard thing to bowl that like anything you drop short, it's just gone or full toss is gone. But now nah, the left arm spin is a lot more easier handle really isn't it and um but now nah, noxie kind of got me on the straight now straight away as soon as i was you know, under his wing so did cam farrell actually he was kind of another one who just kind of was like what are you doing mate stop stop bowling that shot <laughs> i was like all right he would have a big influence on you though growing up because he was like a, he was a big player in that in that heritage team along with shawnee yeah it was there's a lot of a lot of good good players in that team that kind of I don't know. I don't know. If it, yeah, it probably kind of made me grow up a bit quicker in, in terms of handling the changing room chat. 
because I was quite young in that change room with the likes of Cam Farrell, Noxie, Mortz, um, Sean Muratna. Sean would give a paracetamol a sore head. But even just like, I was maybe, how old have I been? Maybe in 2012. Oh, eight years ago. Um, I just remember Sean just abusing umpires. Just abusing them. And I was like, and to be fair, like, my old man, he used to come down and watch. He was loving it. He used to love watching. He'd, I think he'd rather come down and watch um, We're At Nabo than watching me. Bowl. Um, and he used, to, he used to love watching Sean Bow and get fired up and giving. I remember in a T20 Masters game, he gave Harris Aslam a massive set off. And he, and he would have been about 15 or 16. 15 or 16. <laughs> He's never been shy of a word, Sean. Like you probably wouldn't have seen him when he was when he was going full bifter. When he was opening the bowling for Scotland, he was a serious bowler. Yeah. Well he well he apparently bowled like rapid when he was in Australia and stuff with Krause and he brought Krause back over. Um that was the kind of year I came into the first team. Um but no I'd love to, I would have loved to see Sean bowl proper proper rapid, but he was still getting it down there in twenty twelve when I joined. But uh, um, yeah, yeah some big big names in that changing room. It was weird because I remember I it was either that season or the season before I was playing in the twos and I used to come in the bat with my whites, uh, with my pads on top of my whites, like my thigh guard. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> the lad Kraus at one point. What are we talking about him? How he'd come over, John? I didn't have too much to do with Kraus. He was here for a season, um, but I didn't really spend too much time. And I was still quite young. I was still a bit too young to be going out and stuff with him and Faz and March and stuff. I wish I was a bit. I wish I was a bit older. Probably yourselves as well, actually. Uh, I wish I was a bit older. Um, but nah, Chris was Chris was a proper player as well. But all these guys, you know, Knox, Faz, Weir Atna, especially, they're all massively like super competitive, which kind of which kind of got me going and kind of. I think that was really like I think that's probably the nervous I've been like in a cricket team. Is playing with that team just just from just from being young and them being super competitive. It was quite it was quite scary, but kind of kind of put a few years on you for a cricket experience. Yeah, it would have got you up for it rather than sort of playing with a bunch of boys who thought it was just going to be like a friendly cricket match. But exactly, they weren't interested. Yeah, Noxie, he's always up for it, isn't he? Oh, loves it, loves it. Never shy of a word either, especially when you're walking off. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, so then you, so you, you spoke about this briefly at the start. Then you you performed really well in that Scottish Cup final. <coughs> yeah, and that was a game that that right he was playing, wasn't it? You bowled. What, you remember your figures that day? I reckon it was one for thirty, maybe. Are you reckoning it? <laughs> um, but it was weird. Cause I remember, I remember bowling, and people people were saying to me, people were saying to me before the game, "Are you not nervous?" And I was like, "Why?" And they're like, oh, do you know who you're bowling to and stuff? And I was like, I've got no idea who any of these people are. But I think I think um, I think Chubby was playing. Chubby, um Yeah. Was was Nella there as well? Yeah. Uh, right, yeah. Probably Stuart Chapman's playing as well. Yeah, I think so. So they had they had a good team and I was just didn't have a clue who any of them were. But I think that kind of probably aided me. Um and people are, oh, you're, you're going to be an under-19s team now. And I was like, why? And I was like, oh, you bowled really well today against Craig Wright. And I was like, I've got no idea who that is. <laughs> See, we spoke about that, Liam, didn't we? 
because we spoke about this. We didn't think you would be the type of character to sort of get nervous. Even though it's a Scottish Cup game, we're talking about games against England, yeah. World Cup games. Like, you get some guys who are really intense about how they go about things and they're... Yeah, yeah. And they'll, they'll almost overthink it, whereas you just get chucked the ball and think, right, I'm going to try and stop this boy from biffing me for six. Yeah. No, I, I think I was really nervous when I was, like, early on, I say in my career, I was playing for Heretics. Um, but I was really, really nervous when I was playing, like, in men's team and didn't really know anyone. That's kind of when I got nervous. But when I'm playing for Scotland and stuff now, I kind of know that I've got all this practice, all this experience banked away. That kind of what exactly. what is the worst that can happen? You get hit for a few sixes, like you're gonna be able to come back. Um, but no, I do, I do, I get nervous watching watching us bat in any team. I hate watching us bat for Harriets for Scotland. I get so so nervous. What do you get? Do you put music or walk away or go to changes or do you just persevere and sit and watch it? I chat utter shite. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> anything. If it's to do with girls, if it's to do with random facts, literally I'll chat anything, just apart from cricket. Um, but yeah, as soon as I've got the ball in my hand, I'm, I'm easy and I can, in my element, I can kind of just get in the zone. But oh, I hate watching us bat, or if we're trying to chase a score, it's brutal. I hate it. I'd hate watching Noxie Dora as well. That'd make me nervous. <laughs> Noxie is a proper we were, uh, we were chatting about football, weren't we? Um, so we got first love, heart of Midlothian FC. Yep, one and only, one and only team. But at the moment, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, I'm a bit worried. But to be honest, they, they deserve it. They 100% deserve it with the way they've played, with everything behind the scene with Craig Levine. It's a bit like... It's time to go. Like he's kind of like, you know, in the movies you get like a drunk uncle that kind of stays too long at the party, and you're just like, just just leave. It will make everything better. Just, just leave. But he's just hanging on. I feel he's. Oh, it's, he, he obviously has a lot, has a big soft spot for the club and wants to do well in that. But oh, it's time to it's time to move on and try and get a, just start again, really, and probably use this really good start again and get rid of some of the filth we've got in that team. Totally, it might be uh, right time to clear out. Um, when did you first? When did you first start going? I've had a season ticket for probably about ten years. I used to go with my dad and my uncle, um, and then my uncle kind of abandoned ship, and um, it was just me and my old man. So I think I've been going for maybe longer than ten years. But I've seen some some proper teams like that team in two thousand six where we had Takas Fisas and um, we had. What was the boy up top that won the Champions League for Porto? Uh, Jankowskis. What a player. Like we had, I mean, we had no money to afford these players, but we just went with it. I mean, that was brilliant. So I've seen some good times, but a lot probably more bad times at Hearts, but still doesn't keep me from going back. That was this time, this day, 14 years ago, that they beat St Mirren in the cup final. Eh? Was, it, was it no Gretna? Gretna? Gretna, sorry, my bad. Was Gretna. that Penn? That was it, that game. I went to Pens. Went to Pens, 4-2. Kenny Juker, he scored. The doctor. Whereabouts do you sit at uh, 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 Tynecastle? You always got the same seat while you got your book in the same place? I always in the same place, but we're, we're in the new stand there. Oh. So a little bit ooh, a little bit further across. Uh, but honestly, see see that old stand, it was horrendous. 
like horrendous. It was quite like historic and all that, but it had to go. Like it was shocking. I remember you just knees were literally up to your chin, and I used to get cramping. Like I think it was the fifty-third minute in every game. It was brutal. <laughs> so when they were like, oh, we're knocking it down. I remember the last game I went to the old stand. People were greeting and trying to break the seats off and take them home. That was a bit <laughs> good riddance. What's a what's a day at the football like for you and your old man? Where where are you starting off? Which boozer? Mate, we don't booze, mate. We're we're actually quite good. We're quite um, we're quite upper class with our with our football day. We go for we go for a cost we we go for a costa before the game. <laughs> 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 it's brutal. It's brutal. But um, well, well, he's driving as well, so he normally just drives and then get a So what you're trying to say, what is your season tickets in with the old, you got the old padded padded chairs? No, 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 no. The comfy seats, hard plastic ones, hard plastic. Prawn sandwich at halftime, sir. Settled down, settled down. Did you get told off from the person along for you for saying the f word? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Should not have said that. Should not have said that. Boy, were you at the, the famous 5-1 Cup final? Yes, I was. What a day. I remember, I reckon the 2-1 the game before that against Celtic was miles better because everyone went there expecting to get pumped. And then as soon as we beat Celtic, it's kind of like, oh, we've won. We've won the Scottish Cup because I, was I wasn't even nervous going into that game. I knew we were going to give Hibs a good scene to um, But yeah, that was, I remember that night, I had a house party. I was going to a house party after the game, but all my mates were hippies. And I walked in. I remember walking in the house and just head down, and everyone just went, "Oh, you can fuck off!" <laughs> they're all proper like they're all like drowning their sorrows, like drinking and hugging each other. And I just came in, just pissing myself laughing. Oh, that was a great day. So would that would that be right in thinking, boy? You grew up that that side of the town, that way most of your pals are hippies. Nah, I'm I'm more on the Hibs end. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, so you you grew up that. Yeah, I'm more. I'm more. I can hear Easter Road when um when the opposition mostly score and hear them screaming, um from a from a bedroom window, which is quite nice. Um, uh, most of my mates were big Hibs fans and kind of gave me a big um gave me a big um slagging off when I chose my Scotland number fifty one for the five one game. <laughs> They absolutely hated that. I Great remember, number. I remember righty. It was for the under nineteen World Cup, and he was like, "Why is your Why is your shirt?" Because everyone's like, "Oh, this number's lucky to me. This is the day I was born, and this is my mum's favorite number, or something like that." And I remember he was like, "Why did you choose 50, 51? And I was just like, "Oh, it's just a family we have in our. Uh, it's a number we have in our family for generations. It's quite lucky for us." And he's like, "All oh, right, nice." I did not want to tell him it's going to harsh be five one, because he's so like. I think like he's so patriotic and he wants you, like your number to mean something to you and stuff. But it was just because Hearts gave him a good scene to that day. That is class. What's the story about Goldie? Have you had any more had any more word on on Goldie when the when the diggers getting brought in? <laughs> it's a bit like Tin Castle. It's not going away anywhere. Um, I, I reckon I reckon it'll be safe for quite a few number of years, especially after this crisis that we're going through now. I think. The school have kind of lost quite a bit of money um, from um, from people going and uh, people investing, yeah, uh, donations. So I'm hoping, um, and also I think across the road at Bangham, they're putting in a brand new AstroTurf and 
So I think there's quite a lot of Astros getting built in and around Edinburgh and there's not an awful lot of like grass, natural grass and land which um so I think the I was speaking to the um to the groundsman Simon a couple of weeks ago and he thinks it'll be put off for quite a few years at least, like maybe eight, nine, ten years. So I'm, I'm hoping and also the backlash it got on social media when it was announced that people were um yeah, speaking to the groundsman a couple of weeks ago and he thinks it'll be a good eight, nine years, which hopefully hopefully it just doesn't happen at all and especially the backlash it got on Twitter and Facebook and people writing in, it was it was quite unexpected. I thought everyone would have been in favour of putting in a hockey field. And, but um, no, it was, it was really good to see that everywhere from people all over the world were uh, writing in saying how outrageous it was. and um, So yeah, it's got a really good response and hopefully that just puts it back further back. Have they unblocked you on Twitter yet? <laughs> they unblocked me straight after I put that tweet up. That was a beauty, wasn't Did it? <laughs> the public absolutely shite bags. So you've uh, you've taken over the the reins there, Roy. How did uh, how's that come about? Did you uh, force Marts out? No, not at all, not at all. Uh, I just think with, with his new one, I think he just wanted a bit more time away. I think he's a bit more under the thumb these days now um, with his misses. So I don't think he can put as much time into it. And I was kind of really keen to give it a go and try and get myself going down and start thinking that way and trying to progress myself more as like a more as more as of a leader and uh, trying to get more opportunities to captain to captain sides in cricket. That's quality. What you get you out your comfort zone a little bit and yeah, good effort. I was going to say, obviously, you've uh, added to the playing squad over the winter. Uh, what you brought in about four keepers. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, it'll be nice to have another keeper behind the, behind the stumps. To be fair, we've actually always had decent keepers. Certainly at Golden Maker, we've always had decent uh, keepers. So, but no, I think we, I think we would have gave this season a very really good, um, a very really good shot, and we had a proper team. But so did everyone. I mean, Force had a proper team. Um, you know, Granger, Strong, Watsons. I reckon it would have been a good, uh, a good, a good season. But sadly, no more. Sadly, no more. But it's kind of the bigger picture, isn't it? Yeah. Making sure everyone's safe. To have Crossy back up the road, uh, why one of your one of your pals in cricket? I'd say. Yeah, he's a good boy, Crossy. He's a good boy. I'm not sure about these videos he keeps putting up though, but uh, no, nah, it would have been it would have been good fun playing with him this season. Um, but yeah, so he moved he moved back up back to Edinburgh. Um, so as soon as I heard he was keen to do that, I was straight on the phone, straight on the board. I was, I was a bit like uh, Harry Redknapp <laughs> transfer day, just arm at the window. <laughs> I'm at the car window. Great bit of business. Yeah, great bit of business. Have <laughs> you had a go at his uh, ping pong videos, Wattie? Oh, all the time. All the you've time. Had a, you've had a go, have you? Get him on social media, mate. Oh, right. No, no, no. I thought you said, have you had, I thought you meant, have you had a go at Crossy for them? <laughs> so I was like, oh, all the oh, time. All right. <laughs> no, I've not been. Yeah, that as well. Good man. I reckon I'd put at least four windows out of my house <laughs> if I was trying to do the video. Absolutely no chance. My golfing ability is not up to that standard yet. And what do you reckon? Do you reckon you're going to keep doing that stupid uh, handshake celebration with Crossy Heritage or you had enough chat about that? As long as it keeps pissing people off, I will keep adding to it. <laughs> <laughs> what? You had a great celebration. You don't need you don't need wicket keepers. You need to celebrate with them. I reckon it's brilliant. People are just hating it. That <laughs> celebration where you get a wicket just. Just run. That's the that's the only way, mate. 
to be fair, I've been doing massive sellies recently. I don't know what's got into me, but I've been proper giving it Imran to hears and stuff. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> that's the old man coming out in you there, Wally. Oh, 100%. He gave it a massive, he gave it a massive, he gave it a massive Shearer um, celebration. Any wicket he got. Okay, well, you mentioned earlier about um, you getting your, your first kind of gig was the under-19s World Cup qualifier choirs in Holland. Tell us a little bit about that when you uh, travelled over there and your kind of teammates of that year, because you would have been quite young in comparison to some of them. Yeah, that, that was a, that was a, we had a good team. We had a good team. We, have, we actually have a lot of debate in the Scotland team just now about who had the best under-19 team. Um, it crosses Adam and it's his... It's his age group. But I'm saying I'm saying we would have given them a good game. <laughs> um Who was in Cross's age group? We'll we'll, we'll decide on this. <laughs> oh, I couldn't tell you many names. I know um I think it was like Bailewall, Sadler. Pete Ross was there, Ross McLean opened the baton, I think. Yeah. Um Yeah, Paddy Sadler was the captain, wasn't he? Yeah, big Gav Gav Main was there. Um they had, they had a, I remember a few more names, but I can't, I can't remember. They had, they had a decent team, I know. Um, and then you obviously had a good team as well. So who, who we could rattle off a few few internationals out of your side? A few internationals. Um, Andrew Umid, what a player! He had a good, he had a good good tournament, um, and then went on to make a few first class hundreds, I think. Um, Andrew Umid, Zander Muir, who's kind of given up cricket, sadly. He was a proper play. He was un- he was not out for the whole um qualifying competition in the nineteens in Holland. He was not out. And who else is there? Mike English was batting for Nick Farah. Um another name I thought you would have mentioned in the West Sullivan, Alex Bomber, keeper. Yeah, Bomber. Not a bad shot. He's a good player. Um yeah. who else would have been there? Big Abdul Sabri. Um Gav Main as well. Chris yeah, Chris Sol, Chris Sol was there. Solely and Whittingham not there as well. Yeah, Stuart Whittingham was there, but he he didn't get a game at all. He um, right, right, just didn't didn't like him really. I don't think he liked. I think he was a bit erratic for white ball stuff, but he bowled gas. Did he? Uh, even back then, he still does. He? Now he bowls, he bowls, bowls a heavy ball. Um, does he? Yeah, proper quick. Um, Is he sharper than Solly? Toss up. I reckon it's a toss up. I reckon it's just on the day who's Aye. got more rhythm. Um, Still got that gas, boy. Oh yeah, he's proper, proper quick. He just breaks down quite, quite a bit, which is so frustrating. But um, he bowls, he bowls some quick spells. That's what happens when you don't bowl left arm spin. What about what? What about right in thinking that you that was in the UAE? Yeah, that was in UAE. That was my first first little taste of Dubai. It was the heat. It wasn't too bad that tournament, yeah. I think. Um, it's all right when you're drowning in lager, Liam. <laughs> no, when you're no, when you're seventeen, it's fucking fifteen quid a pint. It's not. <laughs> 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 um, but um, no, we had a we had a proper team, proper team. But the heat wasn't too bad, I don't because we went to we went to Sri Lanka. Oh, this is a good story. We went to Sri Lanka for um, kind of conditioning and trying to get ready for the for the World yeah. Cup, and. Uh, we kind of got there on the flight and we're all absolutely shattered, but it was midday. So Noxie was like, right, right lads, right lads, we're going we're gonna to go for a walk. We're going to go for a walk. <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, we're shattered, we're shattered. But he's like, no, me too. Accustom, you know, this will keep you up for the next couple of hours and crash overnight. 
So you end up going for this walk and it's supposed to be half an hour to 40 minutes. Mate, honestly, four and a half to five hours later, he got lost in Colombo. So we were all, we were all walking, we were all walking about trying to like, just absolutely drained and Noxie had this map upside down and stuff, just didn't have a clue, didn't have a clue where we were going. And then I remember, I remember me, Cheeky, um, and maybe Bomber actually, or Nick, said to one of the policemen that we saw, we're like, how far is it to the Gaia Grand? I think that was the... Cinnamon Grand. Something like that. Some, yeah. Something Cinnamon like Grand's that. a big hotel. Yeah, how, how far is it? How far is it there? How far a walk is it back to there? He went, walk? No, you know, you know, you can't walk that. You can't walk that. And I was like, oh, no. So, we all, so I had to jump in Tuk Tuk and make our way back. But I think, um, do you remember the physio Adele? Yeah, um, Rory's missus. Yeah, she was she was the physio. And then she reported that back to Mary. And I don't think Mary was too happy with Knox's <laughs> expedition. <laughs> but um, it was funny because I remember all the boys, like, oh, I can't believe we're doing this lot. And I, I was proper like Knox's little little mate, and I was like, "Nah, he's doing it for a good reason." Lads. Like, <laughs> just trust me. I was, I was like, "Trust me, trust me, it'll be all right. It'll be all right." Like, if we're doing it for the right reasons and stuff. I was Knox's Knox's little um, Knox's favourite. Knox's boy. Well, I had a look through the scorecards. The Pakistan and the India team, guys like Imam Al Haq and Sarfraz Khan, who look about yeah thirty five. But how would <laughs> it was played against those lads. <laughs> it was it was metal. They were so so good. They had uh, Safraz Khan. He played the IPL like a season later. I think he was like sixteen or seventeen, and he took me down. But I remember I remember Gav was one of the quicker bowlers in the tournament. Actually, he ran in and bowled a flat beamer <laughs> at Amal Like it was rapid, but he just stepped back and cut him for six over point. <laughs> and we're like, oh, this is not going to end well. This game. What was the score? You get hiding. Oh, we got an absolute hiding. But to be fair, I hit a six that game, and that was the only six we hit that whole tournament. <laughs> Where did you get it? Cool. Straight over long off. Majestic shot. Oh, Majestic. Nice. Where was that? On, was that in the stadium or? No, nah, it was it. It was it. The tiny wee ICC ground. Ah, it was it. <laughs> Just like being down to the links then. Oh, settled in. You didn't get the cricket cricket surface driving past or yeah. playing at ICC. <laughs> I think though in that tournament, why it did quite well after you kind of beyond the group stage. I don't think you lost many games. Mm-hmm. Um, no, we had a, yeah, we had a, we had an all right tournament. It was kind of it was kind of like it was kind of like an England World Cup. Like you beat the you beat the teams you expected to beat, but then you didn't kind of go on to beat the um, the bigger yeah. teams. If that makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, like we did, we did probably where we should be ranked, but I feel like we had more left in the tank. Um, it was quite. This point, because we had a really good team, um, <clears throat> but sadly not to be. Yeah. So off the off the back of that, we'll just get this right in order. Uh, what did you spend the season in Australia off the back of that, or was that another couple of years down the line? Um, I don't actually know. I think I was, uh, I think I was nineteen. I, yeah, I was nineteen. I think when I went to Oz. Um, I think I came back after that. I actually went to New Zealand for three months. Did you? Um, after. Oh, with- Scotty Cameron was there, wasn't he? Scampy and um, Mitchell Rowe, Brownie, Cheeky, Harris Aslam, and Neil Flack, actually. And um, had three three months in New Zealand, um, which was unbelievable. It was such a good place. But that was at like an academy. Yeah. Uh, so a few 
English boys. Tom Saul was actually there as well. Um, uh, so that was that was quality fun, and that was I was named on the on uh, the 2015 World Cup squad. Um, and the in the twenty, I think what time was it? Like four. One of the reserves. Aye, one of the reserves. Aye. So I was in New Zealand as well. I was hoping to kind of fly over and meet up with the team and stuff, but don't ever got around to it. I think they're just kind of in their games against England and stuff that wasn't really going to go over. And would have needed someone to get injured or someone to get sent home for throwing the toys at the pram to get a gig. <laughs> yeah, I still don't think I would have been getting the phone call. Maybe someone else, but. Yeah, that would have been that would have been nice, but that was that was class. Like that. the World Cup being in in, um, in New Zealand as well, and being there for that, that was brilliant. I remember being in a pub and watching New Zealand absolutely destroy England, and just loving it. But I remember as well. Did you get to watch any of the Scotland games when you were there? No, nah, I remember they were mile, they were too far away. We'd have to get a few flights, I think, to to be able to see them. Um, Aye, but I mean on the telly. Oh, on the telly, yeah. I remember all the English boys that were in the camp as well. They were like, oh, yeah. Scotland are going to get doing. And I was like, look, lads, I've been watching this team. I've been training with them in the nets. They are proper side. Just, just watch the first game. I think we're at 50 for five. <laughs> and, I'm, That's the way to say. and then I was like, oh, no, I'm just getting absolutely ripped by them. Um, but no, nah, that was that was a class, that was a class uh, three months in New Zealand. Um, yeah, and then came back and then think, uh, got capped, actually, after after being in New Zealand. Yeah. We've got you capped, uh, T20 debut versus Ireland, what, eight, and then later the same year, the ODI against Hong Kong. So was it? Is that right? Yeah. I remember, I remember. The, I don't really remember too much against Hong Kong. I remember the, the, um, the first game against Ireland. I was proper nervous for that first first over. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I might have bowled in the power play, I can't remember. Um, but it was against. Remember the big, the big lad pointer, not the smaller one. Yeah, Andrew. Pointer. Andrew, he was massive. I remember bowling him, and I was just like, oh, he could hit me anywhere. And it was at Breedy. He's he's not massive. Mate, he was massive. He's about he's about five foot eight or something. I bet he was a big lad. Like, and I was just knows where knows his way around the pint against the ball. <laughs> and I was thinking he's a great lad. I was just thinking he's going to hit me miles here because it was it it was at Breedy, a tiny ground, a club ground, and I was. Proper nervous. I, I don't know. I don't know what my figures were, but I, I think this could be a lie. I think my first over at him and for Scotland was a maiden. Oh, I think he might have got a leg back. But I, I, I could. That could be a lie. That could be a lie. But no, we'll take your word for it, Watty. <laughs> um, but then he's a good player of spin as well. Yeah, he's Andy, a decent Andy pointer. Decent player. But Kev O'Brien took a wee liking to me and hit me into a housing estate, <laughs> 120 meters over my head. <laughs> <laughs> Brought straight back down to reality, but now nah, that was that was a good trip. We had we played well that that trip against Style. Yeah. Pretty sure we won. We won that series. Class. Who was all on that team? So you've obviously you've trained and you've played regional stuff for these boys, but who like who stood out and you thought he's a serious player when you got into this? Once you got into the Scotland setup. Oh, uh, pizza by a mile. I just remember him being different gravy. Um, who else? Preston, I thought Preston was quality, and that was when it after after the back of just smashing it in the qualifiers for the twenty fifteen World Cup. He had a really yeah. good tournament. I think he was associate player of the year as well. Um, yeah, he was. I think Munzee Munzee was coming into his own in that in that series. Started whacking spin. Um, Wally was tonking it as well. Just yeah, I was just a bit like, oh, Christ, I'm actually here. Like, 
just all the batters who were smashing in the nets then. Yeah, pretty much. Was that. Everyone. None of the none of the bowlers, just the batters. <laughs> just, just the batters. Pretty. Who was right? Um, was that Bradburn in charge? Did he give you your first cat boy? Yeah, but yeah, it was. Um, Grant was in. Yeah, Grant was in charge, and I'm pretty sure right he had a wee a wee thing to do with it, and kind of bigged me up. Um, kind of got me into it, so a lot of thanks goes out to Wright as well. He's been kind of very influential and in kind of getting me up the ranks and getting me into that team. Um, yeah. How did uh, how did you get on with Grant Bradburn? Did he do anything technically in terms of spin bowling? Obviously, he was a an off spinner himself. Did he have any any advice or anything technical regarding your bowling? Um, yeah, he helped me quite a lot, Grant, with um, bowling. Um, yeah, Grant helped me a lot with my bowling. To be fair, I think he more helped me with my um, with my batting. Right. He was really... Um, no, Grant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he, um, he helped me with my batting quite a bit. Um, I kind of said, like, look, if you're a spinner, you need to be able to bat. Uh, you need to score runs at 8, 9, 10. Uh, you, know, you, need to, you can't just have one thing and be good at it. You need to bat, bowl... Um, you need to have two assets, at least two assets, if not three, to be playing for Scotland. So I was a bit like, oh, Christ, I need to get my finger out here and kind of pick up the bat and do a bit more batting. But no, I was really good just with the mental side of bowling, spin. And I remember I got an absolute scene to off um, Shazad at the Grange. Oh, and I was getting... <laughs> and I got an absolute... I remember being like to all my mates, I was like, right, lads, I want Sky Sports here, you know. Tune in, tune in, watch. Remember saying it, saying it all to my mates, and then, and then I got an absolute pump. I think it was like two overs, none for forty or something. Proper, proper scene. Uh, oh, and then after the game, I was getting abused on Twitter. Off, um, shake his mate. Uh, I think it's what's his name, James Ellis. I think it is. Oh yeah, I... abuse still does abuse me. And then I was really, oh, I think I was about nineteen. Um. And I just got abused on Twitter, abused by the commentators. Um, and Grant kind of called me up that night and said, oh, look, like, it happens to everyone. It was a good wicket, oh, a good player. And that kind of gave me a bit of confidence. Um, and then going forward, fast forward a year, two years, I was born at Shazi in the World Cup in India. And I was a bit like, oh, no. It was take two. But I got him out. I got him out in that game. To be fair, he did get 60-odd or something, but I, I did get him out and did all right I've in that game. That so that was about. I remember uh, giving him a wee send off actually when he got when he walked past. But he's not shy of a word or two either. Is oh, he? he loves it. Loves it. Oh, he's he's got bent, didn't he? He got bent from Afghans. Yeah. Going on behind the scenes. Yeah, there. Someone going on there. What? Um, going back. It's funny. Me and Hoggy spoke about this. Going back to your batting. Remember, you got a cracking ton batting low down in the regional stuff. That was mental. That game. <laughs> Mental innings, Watty. I was. Would that have been about that time, Watty? Yeah, it was around about. Yeah, it was probably about maybe four months before that he started speaking to me, like, you know, let's see about your batting. You need to get better at batting. And I remember that morning of the game, I was going to call Toby Bailey and say I couldn't play because I was choked up with the cold. And Bailey's just like, look, mate, we need you to come. Like, you're going to be batting low down, just bowl your overs and just kind of hide in the field. And I was like, right, okay. And then I came and just, I don't know what happened, I just whopped it. It was mental. <laughs> and I remember, I think I was on 95 maybe, and I was batting Raj. And I think Raj was none off about 25. 
and just sticking sticking with me. I think I was on about ninety five, and then all of a sudden he played this straight drive over the bowler's head, but he like chipped it, and I thought it went straight to mid off. I think I ran past him. I went, "You idiot!" <laughs> <laughs> but thankfully, thankfully only I think it only went for two or something. I think he might have like dropped it. But I, I'm sure Mike English dropped me on about five or six or something as well. So shout out to Mikey for that. Quality man, and I remember you batting at Grangewater. Did you not hit a, a, a six to win the game against the Dutch team? Yeah, oh, that was ages ago. Yeah, I was batting with Aye. We needed twelve off the over, and I, I hit a sclafter two over extra, and they had an unbelievable four, and then walked a six. I think we won it. <laughs> we won it like three balls to spare. Was, I remember it, mate. It was quality. They bowled. They bowled. They bowled. I think Paul Van Meekeren had an over left, and they bowled this like off spinner. And I used to be terrified of Seamus. So I was loving it. And then, <laughs> and then yeah, luckily, sclaffed a few away. Another uh, another memory of that game, what is uh is us picking our footballers at mid-on and mid-off. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yes. <laughs> A to Z footballers. I can't remember who the name was, but I'm going to blame it on me putting that catch down. Oh, that was hilarious. Ever wasn't happy. Was I remember. It? I remember. I don't know what football it was, but I remember you picked the ball up off the floor after dropping it, and just chucked it to me, and then said the said the. <laughs> so I like, and I was like, "Yep, well played." Funny, see, see that game, that game that you're talking about, the footballers A to Z. Ah. Evo again, <laughs> Evo again. We're playing for Scotland Day, and me and Budgie were in the slips, and I think I was stuck on like maybe like P or something. I couldn't think of a football game with P, and then Evo. Nicks his boil off straight to me at second slip, dropped it, and I was like, "Oh no!" And then <laughs> threw the ball, threw the ball straight to point. I just turned to Budge. I was like, "Pogba!" And then, <laughs> and then, and then Evo. That's a that's a doubler, Paul Pogba. Oh, double points. And then Evo, he was still at like hands on hips in the middle of the wicket, and he just went, "Just start concentrating." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, oh." Sorry, sorry, but uh, that's not not the best not the best game to play when you're in the middle of a cricket again. That is it special. Right, that's all for part one with Watty. The big lad's got plenty to say for himself, so we've had to split this episode into two. So part two, you'll talk us through that World Cup qualifier in Zimbabwe, the highs, the lows, and that nipple piercing. He'll tell us about going to Australia with Harris Carnegie to find themselves both on the field and in the kitchen. That game against England, when he needed some words of wisdom from a Leith Fab Dibbly Dobbler, he tells us about his county stints with Lancashire and Derbyshire and then drops some big names in his all-time played with 11 and answers some power play questions. We had a great response to the COVID quiz at the end of episode three, so please keep sending in your answers for a chance to win a branded mug. You've got until Friday this week to get the answers in and then we will announce the winner at the end of part two with Watty Lad. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or any other podcast platform you find us on and take care. Cheers.